Welcome back, folks, to the Get a Grip on Lending podcast. On today's show, I have Greg Eric. That's right. Oh. The co-host of the show. And we're going to have a little chat about lighting. I know all you're going to be interested in it. But before we get there, we're going to talk to you about light-efficient design, Greg Eric. That's LED-LLC.com, the innovators. We've talked about it before with their um, Cobb-type lighting, right? They're the innovators. They're the people who started it. Now they have a super flex post top. You got to check this thing out. You can switch on one of them between 35 watt, 45 watt, and 60 watt. You know, the lumen packages goes up on another one between an 80 watt, a 100 watt, and a 110 watt. But they're also compact. They're the size you need them to be to be less than what's in there right now. Shorter, the bigger one's shorter than a 400 watt in diameter and length. And it also does what you're going to love more than anything. Color changes from 5K, 4K down to 3K. Come on, so you, can, you can go to a 110-watt 3K cob that will fit the fixture, give you that nice soft yellow light that you love, or you can go to white if you want to be a white white lighting or, or in between. Gives you the option. Super flex. flex it's it a out. great stepping stone product. That's what I love about you know light-efficient design. Look, we're, you, it's very difficult to sell less, less light for more money. Go dark skies. Like, it's tough. Like, that's a tough mm-hmm. pitch, Okay. And I failed at it over and over again over the last two years, okay? But if we can give people these incremental steps, like let's just start with lower Kelvin temperature. We start there. Then we get people used to it. Then they go to the next step. And we just, listen, we all got to get rich. That's the whole point. The point is not to make less money. The point is to make more money and sell more lighting, okay? And a lot of people say, Colin, I thought you were an environmentalist. I'm a businessman, okay? And what I see is an opportunity. What a great product from Light Efficient Design. Got to give a, hand, a, a heads up to them to get that selectable on there. Get people seeing it. Try it out. Give it give it a 3,000K, a little blast there. See what you think. See? That's better for the environment. When you want to go with it? Yeah, okay, it's better for the environment. See, it's the same brightness, just a, a different color. And the color rendering is the same when it comes to LED. So go to LED-LLC.com for the innovators down at Light Efficient Design, Greg Eric. Love it, man. Love that product. Superflex. Superflex. Come on, man. Get it going. And, of course, the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors, of which Light Efficient Design is a member. That's right. Doug Nablesberger is a board member. That's right. I think he's your VP of marketing. And, uh, yes, yeah, so go to NALD.org. But for right now, Greg Eric, what's happening, man? Hey, just another day. Lighting world here. Don't know what we got going today, but this is exciting. I'm the guest, or are you the guest, or are we the guest? You know, I mean, you know, whatever. We're just going to have a chat. You know, it's going to be, okay. you know, one of those things where we just talk it out. What I want to ask you about is precisely what I was just talking about a minute ago. Okay. How difficult is it to sell dark skies right now? Is it even possible? Uh, I think it's possible in the right environment or right application. And my experience and where I'm at, I have never heard it come out uh, as a request from a customer. I've, I've had a request for city ordinance on light spill, I guess they called it, you know, too much on the property line over. Mm-hmm. But in terms of light pollution, there really isn't a good tool to measure it, is there? Am I missing the boat on that? Is there a way that we can go out and say they're polluting by 10%? Well, the, the, the distributor committee for the advancement and promotion of dark skies uh, convened and, and released their findings to the industry today. 
And so that should be mm-hmm. out there as an open letter about the six strategies. And we talked about it on, on, on other shows and stuff like that. But you know what? I'm talking. I'm not talking about what's going to happen in five years because the six strategies is about the industry getting above the next sale and looking down the road and getting ahead of this issue and avoiding regulation. Because what we don't want is the government coming in and telling us what's up. And then we have another DLC or we have another... Um, you know, body that's not really part of our industry telling us how to run the industry. And so that's about getting ahead of that. But right now, you know, it's, it's similar to the health effects or circadian. It's very difficult to talk somebody into a, hey, how's it going? I want to change my life. You want to do a circadian system? It's going to keep you awake during the day and help you sleep at night. You know, right. you want to do it. You, oh, yeah, I want to change my outdoor lighting. You want to have less light and cost more? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not what we're after here. Right. So the only time, you know, I think it's possible to sell these products right now is when the customer asks you for it. You can't go out and swing from the trees with a knife in your teeth and get sales. You're not going to be able to sell anybody. Unfortunately, that's the case. And I think, um, yeah, until that, that changes, I don't know where you, where you can go with Dark Sky or until like the city steps in or a municipality or whoever it might be that's in charge of the lighting steps. in. and, you know, I've given you my example of, of uh, the one here local in my area that is totally different from every other city in the whole country in terms of what they ask for in lighting. But if anybody wants to do lighting in this city, they have to follow through with it. And, you know, I, for a number of years, it was people are just like, you know what, we're just not going to do our lighting. But now they're at the point that they need to do something with their lighting. So they're doing it and they're paying a lot more for it, but the city's mandating that they do it. Um, you know, if we could find the right balance in between where we don't get forced to do it, but it makes sense financially, then yeah, it'll happen. But so that's one, then, of, that's one of the six strategies on the on, that the distributors came up with, which is enforcement, right? Enforcement creates yeah. sales for us, Yeah. right? And you know what? I don't have a problem with people having to pay more for lighting. That doesn't bother me at all, Greg. Uh-huh. Oh, it's going to cost more. You know, so what? There's a, there's a meaningful benefit to this. Uh, if it, even if it's just light spill, if it's just light trespass, like eliminating light trespass for people, that's a wonderful thing. I got a street light in front of my house. I've been contemplating for about six six months now, just sending my truck in there and taking all the lights out of my street, and changing them to dark sky, and having it programmed on my phone. <laughs> Screw them, because it's spilling yeah. right into my kids' windows in the front of the house. It's disgusting. It's gross, and um, it's unsightly and gross. I can't tell you. So enforcement, you, what you're talking about there is enforcement. But what about advocacy? What if people got fired up about this? You know, what if we could, because it's a real problem, Greg. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's where it would need to come from for sure. And I think that's, is that strategy number one, the advocacy of it? Advocacy is stage one. Yeah, or strategy number one. Yeah, and I think that's where it's got to start is, you know, the word of mouth has to get out there. People have to learn about it, understand it. And we are seeing it more and more in the news. And, and you know, the things we do, we hear about it. And I think... um you know, when it gets to the point where the average person knows what dark sky means, then yeah, you'll start seeing opportunities come, uh, some traction with it for sure. And so how do we build that advocacy? Like how do we get people to, um, to be excited about this? I think it has to come from a combination of the manufacturers. Um, that's what the next one is alignment. That's mm-hmm. where the whole industry decides that, you know, hey, this is the right thing to do. Now, how do we do it? Instead of like, no, no, nothing wrong here, nothing to see here, no problem here. 
oh, you know, the light pollution looks the same from the satellites. That's because it doesn't see above 3,000 K, sucker. Chris Kiba told us, uh, Kaiba, over at some German institute of whatever, he told us that the, the, the satellites can't see anything above 3,000 K. So the only thing we have is the pictures by the astronauts on their phones. So the hard part about getting alignment from everyone, manufacturers specifically in the lighting world, is they're all trying to find their competitive advantage. So if we all said we had to do the same thing, they're going to find a, a way to tweak it or, you know, we're going to go up 3,050 Kelvin, 3,050, 2,950, lower it a little bit. But, yeah, at least have a, a standard or a starting point we need. Well, alignment means, see, like whenever anybody approaches the dark sky issue, whenever they look at it, they're always annoyed by it because there's like this sense of guilt and shame. I haven't done anything wrong. What do you mean? Like, get over that. That's what I say to everybody. Who cares what happened yesterday? Who cares about that? Get out of your ego. Get the head out of the sand. So what? The best thing we can do right now is say we screwed up. We messed up. We got it wrong. How refreshing would that be in politics right now? It never happens, but it would be. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, take ownership. Yeah, we. You know what? We made a mistake. We, you know, we, we've accomplished a lot with energy savings. We did a lot of good. We've reduced the energy consumption. We've made light more accessible. It's cheaper and better than ever. It's ever been before. We get the flicker out now. We got all this stuff out. It's great. You know what? Well, we made this one mistake, and we need to correct it. And here's how we're going to do it. Everyone has to buy their light fixtures over again. Yeah! Let's go! I don't understand why, any, why there's any resistance to that whatsoever from the industry. Can you explain that to me? I, I put it all to guilt and shame. I think it's all about guilt and shame is the reason why people don't embrace this obvious gen revenue generating portion for our industry. Can you explain it? I, I would say, yeah, I'm, I'm on the same page as you with it. I think that People look back and just don't want to say, and even from my standpoint, a little bit as, as somebody who sold it, it's like, oh man, I got to go tell them I shouldn't have sold them that. That's going to, that's going to be a rough one. But if you get to the point, you just have to get to the point where you accept it and say, but it has to be proven too, that doing this will change this, you know, and, and that takes time and studies and, and all that that go along with it. But if well, we can that, get to that point, then, yeah. Yeah, that goes into the fifth strategy, which is incentives. But really, what we're, what we're calling on the industry for as the distributors is saying, look, you guys are unfairly benefiting brightness through your incentive programs. You're unfairly sure. benefiting it. Most, most programs, most prescriptive programs pay more for higher wattage. You're and right. there's no Kelvin temperature involved at all. They're, they don't even address the issue. They don't even speak right. to it in their incentive programs. So what about paybacks for dark sky? How do we how do we do that? that look, we're lighting distributors. We don't we're not scientists. We don't have we don't know how to come up with this stuff. But give us a th a formula formula and we'll run with it. I mean, it's pretty simple. Watts times hours yeah, divided by a thousand gives you your kilowatts times a kilowatt hours times it by yeah, the kilowatt hour rate, and that's your savings, bud. Like we work with that calculation all the time. We didn't make up that mathematics. Someone told us about that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You know, and, and, and um, the incentive programs are based on this is your load cost. This is your, you know, thing. There's got to be a way. The second thing is, you know, how do you factor in the environmental benefit? That's something for someone else to do. Maybe perhaps the International Dark Sky Association, the IES. Maybe the IES has to step up here and form a committee and say, you know what? These are the benefits. 
These are the benefits that you can go out and tell people about when they change. And so that's that incentive portion of it. And the, you know, um, the, the two we've missed, training. So a lot of people don't even know what the hell they're doing. You, you understand what I mean? They don't know how yeah, to do it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, I, I have a pretty good idea now after 30 episodes of Starving for Darkness that I did and, and sort of I, I know who to call and who to talk to and where to look. And if someone approached me, I'd definitely be able to run towards a sale, no problem, and achieve the results. But a lot of people aren't in that position yet. And so we need formal training programs. And I know the, the Nailed Board is very excited. Uh, we had a priority that we wanted to get it done by the end of 2021. That doesn't look like it's going to happen. But I think it might happen in early 2022. What do you think? Yeah, I think it can get there. I think I think with the other, you know, assuming all the other steps come along and, and we have options. I think that's the hard part right now is limited options from manufacturers. So to do a training program, you need to be, you need to say, here's what the kind of things you need to make it dark sky compliant or certified. But what are the options I have to choose from then that I can then go and sell to the customer? Very limited right now. And well, so that, the training any, needs to come any, distri- any distributor training program has to be saying this fixture goes in this application and mm-hmm. it's this type of fixture. And at the end of the module, it says this uh, episode is sponsored by this, uh, you know, this training module is sponsored <laughs> right. by dark sky friendly lighting manufacturer.com. You know what I mean? Right. That's right. what it has to say. And then people are going to be guided right into that. And that's why this is a movement. And it has strategies to it. Um, the final one is certification. And I think this is where, really where the rubber will meet the road. And if you get that advocacy, if you get that alignment, you get start seeing enforcement, you get the training, you get the incentives, boom, a nailed member comes in certified. Individually and, his, and, and the company. Certified, dark sky certified, or darkness certified, or whatever you want to call it. LS darkness, LS dark skies, whatever it is, comes in hot and certified. Yes, yeah, so we have this training. What an opportunity for the nailed members to really get ahead of this issue. We were having a conversation with the board, and uh, I think our treasurer Jeff Nafus was saying, "Mike, have you how many of these systems you sold?" I give him the big double zero, uh-huh. and I said, "Don't worry about it. Let's get above that next sale." And let's look at this, and we start to curate this, and we get the whole country, the country on board, the, the the provinces on board, the municipalities on board, the industry on board, the manufacturers on board. It's such an opportunity for us, Greg. And and you know, I'm really proud of what Brian Amsden was able to accomplish as chairman of that committee. He's going to be the president in a couple of days of Nailed. It's going to be another great presidency, thanks to Matt Thiesing, who was you know really the dark sky president of Nailed. If you think about it, he came up right. with all these things. All, he, I don't know if he came up with them, but he definitely um, pushed them forward and financed them and, and, and gave us the money to do all this stuff. And so we really thank him. But it's an exciting time. But I feel like we're at the point where if we don't get moving as an industry, Greg, we're going to get regulated. And I don't want to be regulated. No. Yeah, when that happens, you, you lose your uh, ability to choose, really, right? Mm-hmm. To choose and have flexibility in what you can offer. And you're forced to do something that might not be what you want to be done, but you're forced to get there. So I agree. Let's, let's make it happen, but it's going to take some time, but sooner we can get after it, the better so that we have that choice. Regulation plays right into the hands. And I hate to say this of the Chinese, because as soon as they regulate, 
those rules go over there and then there's no brand distinguishing. Now it's just about certified by the Dark Sky DLC. And so as long as you meet that, you're good and nobody cares about what brand it is. It just has to be according to this regulation or this certification process and you know everyone else can go suck eggs. There's no difference between any of the brands. It's all the same thing because it's all certified by these people. We want to avoid that like the virus. We saw what happens when it did it did go that way with an LED, right? Yep. Meet this lumen per watt, this Kelvin, this that, this that. We don't care about anything else. What do you get? You get what you get, and um, you leave people upset. That's what happens. And you get flickering, and you get crappy quality, and you get the loss of brand distinguishing in the market. That's the big loss is like the loss of brand leverage. Nobody cares. And I think... And I think it goes back to what you start. What we started with is, you get having to go up and say, "Yeah, we screwed up. We should have done this. You know, we should have done this dark sky certification ourselves. We should have got ahead of the game." And instead, we talked about it a little bit, and then we just let it fly, and then here we are now. Those distributor guys were talking about this, and you know, now now we've turned the whole industry over to one one regulation person that tells us all what to do. What a shame that happens. What is, that will be a career failure for me personally. I'll take that as a personal hit if that happens. I'll be so pissed. Oh, man. This is an opportunity, folks. Let's all get on board. And just like Light Efficient Design is doing, Greg, getting that 3,000K in there, getting the customers ready. What a great product. And um, so go to led-llc.com. That's right, for Light Efficient Design. And, uh, you know, when you come to the end of these types of hot blasters, Greg and I haven't done one together in quite a while, but, you know, it always goes a little quicker than a regular show because you guys know us. We don't have to introduce ourselves and the people that listen to this show. We really thank we really thank you people out there for supporting us and, you know, and our sponsors and, you know, all the different sponsors of the show. And, and But you know what? If you're an electrical lighting distributor and you, and, and you haven't joined Nailed yet, you got really got to ask yourself why at this point. Because this is this this association is moving. We got a great board. Um, we're about to have our AGM this week, and it's going to roll over. We're going to have a new president. Matt Deasing did a heck of a job. Now Brian Amson stepping up to the plate, and you know he's ready to rock. He was already the the committee chair for the um, for the uh, distributor committee for the advancement and promotion of dark skies. You got to get into this association if you sell light bulbs every day. I'm telling you, and you got to get involved in the committees. We got so many committees going, trying to solve problems in the industry. Get involved. Um, when you get into nail, what you put into nail is what you get out of it. That's what I say to everybody. And we're hoping, you know, we got our fingers crossed. We're a small boutique association, you know, about a hundred vendors and members, hundred and ten vendors, whatever it is. Um, but we're hoping to hold a convention in, in the spring next year if, um, if. If the uh, if it makes sense, and you know where we're all at with that, guys. You know we don't have the resources that some of the bigger guys do to be able to pull off all the contact tracing and all that kind of thing and whatever else. So, but we're we're hoping for it. That's two years we've missed now. We don't want to make it three, but go to naild.org because there's a ton of ways to get involved and in nailed now without even going anywhere, staying at your desk at your computer. That's right. Go to naild.org, and I just want to send a special thanks out there to Greg Eric for being a guest on the show today. Such a wonderful guest. Yep. Thanks, Greg. Oh, hey, thanks for having me on. It was a no pl problem, my pleasure. Buddy. Anytime. But for right now, you made it to the end with us. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.